there, single lady. Today, I'm going to talk about something really important. I experienced this myself, and I'm going to talk about why it's important to deal with your past heartbreak. I'm going to be sharing some of my own personal story and my biggest heartbreak and how it kept me stuck for a long time in a place where I couldn't move forward to find a great relationship. If you want a relationship with a great guy who loves you and adores you, if you want a healthy relationship, and if you want to leave the past behind so that you can have that healthy relationship, then you want to listen to this episode. All right, stay tuned. Welcome to the Single Over 30 Podcast with dating and relationship coach, Shanna Schutte. Shanna's here to help you find a trustworthy, marriage-minded man who will love and adore you. Here's Shanna. There, welcome back. All right, so in this episode, what we're going to talk about is why it's important to deal with your past heartbreak and relational disappointments so that you can find a great relationship and that you don't get tripped up in the past. This is a hug you podcast because if I was sitting next to you right now, I would give you a hug because I have been there. I've been in a place and I'm going to share about that today where I felt like I could not overcome the past. And because of that, I stayed stuck in some pretty unhealthy dating patterns and I felt like I couldn't get the love that I wanted. I'm going to start off with my story first, and then I'm going to tell you some lessons that I learned from it with a little encouragement to you at the end. So if you feel like there's something that you can't let go of or something that really hurt you in the past, then this is definitely for you. Maybe you've heard that it's the love that we experience when we're really young that can pierce our hearts the most deeply, both in beauty and in pain. Because on the beauty side, it's like our hearts are just laid wide wide open when we are young and in love and they can become pierced straight through when that same love dies. And in my own personal story, that was definitely true. I dated a guy for about three and a half years from the time I was 17 until I was almost 21. And about six months after that relationship ended because of my choice, I was plagued with a grievous sense of loss and failure. And I felt like I had completely blown it. So I tried before this breakup. I was really confused and really wrestling for months and months and months. I tried to make the best choice I could for my life. I prayed about it. I sought counsel from other people who I saw as more mature than me, and I agonized over my decision, like, should I stay or should I go? And I remember just being really, really tormented about this. So even though we had a good relationship, when I entered college, I started to change. And as it is with a lot of people, college brings changes that brings other changes, right? And I wasn't sure if we should stay together. I was very, very, very confused. And the truth was, I wasn't mature enough to really understand myself or even verbalize my feelings. And growing up, I had this tendency because of the environment I grew up in to just kind of shut down my emotions and not talk. And that's what I did in this situation. So as I was wrestling with all of this, I was keeping it all inside of me, didn't know how to talk about what I needed or what I wanted. I just wasn't emotionally mature enough to do that. And I beat myself up for a long, long time about that. But as the years have gone on, I've thought, oh my 
goodness, I was a kid. So I've let myself off the hook. (laughs) I broke up with my high school boyfriend. And then six months after that, like I said, I regretted it very deeply. And then in the aftermath of that breakup, I blame myself because he blamed me. I took on hurtful words that he said against me out of his hurt. I mean, I understand now as a grown woman, it's like he was just speaking out of his pain. But as a result, I blame myself and I blame myself and I blame myself for a long, long time. Not for a few months, not for a few years, but for a couple decades because I didn't actively sort out that pain. I should have gotten some professional help after that breakup, but I didn't because I just thought all that hurt would eventually just sort itself out And I also didn't see how it was affecting me. You know, I had friends who were around me and they had breakups and you never heard about anybody going and talking to a counselor or sorting out the hurt, right? I just thought it's going to eventually disappear. Post breakup, one of the things that happened is that I wanted closure with my ex-boyfriend by talking it out, which was true to an anxious attachment style, which is what I was. I wanted to hear from him and I wanted to be heard, but that was not to happen because he didn't share my desire. I wanted him, I was looking to him to give me the peace that I thought that I desperately needed. I wanted him to grant me forgiveness because I thought if he gave me those things, then I was gonna be able to receive closure, but he would not give the things to me that I wanted. I tried time and time again to try to reconcile with him and he didn't want it. Oh my gosh, I had really, really wounded him. I had hurt him, even if unintentionally, and it didn't matter what I said or what I did or how many times I apologized or how many tears I cried. I was devastated. He had made up his mind. We were done. He started seeing another young woman who is really lovely, by the way. I went to high school with her, and she's just a lovely person, and I'm so glad that they found each other. At the time, though, The thought of him sharing his life with her cut me to the core, and I felt like I had died on the inside while simultaneously I felt like I had just this huge gaping hole inside my heart. I have never felt anything so painful, and I haven't since then. I felt as if I had gotten divorced. Even the death of my father or even childlessness hasn't matched that kind of pain. So for the next two years after we broke up, I called him occasionally, but not too often because I didn't want to appear pushy. I drove by his house. I wrote him letters, even from London, England, where I went, where I was studying abroad for six months. I tried lots of things to show him that I cared. I was forthright, and I told him how I felt. That didn't work. I apologized and begged for forgiveness. That didn't work. I left him Valentine's Day gifts on his car. That didn't work. But then, because I didn't want him to feel pressured, I tried to be more pleasant and less obvious, a little more fun and lighthearted, and that didn't work either. Then, when I was 24, I called him, and he said, guess what? And in that moment, I knew he was getting married. I said, you're getting married. He said, yes. How did you know? And I said, I just had a feeling. I wanted him to be happy. I really, really did. Even though my heart was torn into a million tiny little pieces. And I said, you're going to make a great husband. He said, thanks. I hung up the phone. That's when we had phones with cords. (laughs) I hung up the phone 
I went to my bedroom and I wailed for several hours and then sobbed through the night until I just couldn't cry anymore. I was devastated. I wanted to respect his engagement, so I no longer called or drove by his house or tried to say I was sorry. I felt like I'd just blown it. And I spent the next eight or nine years nursing a broken heart and hating myself. And nothing and no man could make my pain go away. And from then on, I struggled with a huge fear of rejection, which the seeds of had already been planted in my heart in my childhood through some various things, like a father who was kind of emotionally absent. I did not get the closure that I desperately desired. I felt like there were so many words that were left unsaid, and I felt so misunderstood. And now I look back and I see what happened, and I understand it more because I have a different perspective, and I realize that I just wasn't in a place where I was mature enough to talk about how I felt. I wanted to ask for forgiveness and to have forgiveness granted. I wanted to know that he forgave me. Because I wrongly thought that if he forgave me, then somehow I could forgive myself. And that forgiveness would prove I was worthy of being loved. What I didn't realize is that the closure I desperately wanted wasn't something I had to get from him outside of myself. It was something that I could give myself through getting my emotional healing. But it wasn't the breakup that was keeping me stuck. I was keeping me stuck because I hadn't actively pursued healing for the lies I believed when the breakup happened. So when we all go through hard times or we have breakups or disappointments, there are messages that we receive. So like, you're not worthy of being loved. No one's ever going to care about you. See, this is the way it always happens. You always blow it. Whatever it is, there are messages that we receive. And if we stay stuck in those messages and lies, we can stay trapped in a situation in the past that we really can overcome. So here are a few of the lies that I believed after my breakup. First, I believed that I couldn't make a decision for a future relationship. So how in the world could I trust myself to make a good decision in the future? Now, I wouldn't have been able to verbalize this. It's not like I would have been able to sit down with a friend and say, yeah, I think I can't make a good decision. I really would have needed someone at the time who could have sat across from me and use good questioning to draw that out so that they could expose my heart to me because I didn't really even understand. All I knew is that I was afraid of a relationship and that I'd been deeply wounded. The next thing was I didn't think that I could trust anyone to truly love me again. I thought I can't make a good decision. What if I blow it again? Then no one's going to love me and accept me. No one's going to forgive me if I mess up. Because I felt like with my ex-boyfriend, I felt like that I had blown it and that he hadn't forgiven me. Now, in retrospect, I blame him for nothing. I take full responsibility for what happened. But at the time, I felt so misunderstood and hurt. And because my past relationship just crushed my heart, I believe that there's no way I can handle something like that again. So there was no way I was going to sign up for that. So I shut my heart down. And I made vows to myself, like, I'm only going to open up my heart if I know someone is right for me. 
sometimes for a heart that's overly self-protective, there isn't enough proof, right, for us to let our guard down. And the next thing was, as someone who prays for guidance, and I believe that God is actively involved in my life, I thought, well, if I miss that, even though I prayed about it and I made this huge mistake and totally messed up, I didn't trust God to guide me either. So that was faulty thinking, but at the time, that's the way that I thought. So like I said, I now take full responsibility for what happened and the decisions that I made, even though I was too immature to really even know that I wasn't making a good decision, I still take full responsibility for it. The choices that we make in ignorance, they are still our responsibility. So with all of these things that I believed, right, that I couldn't make a good decision, that I couldn't trust anyone to truly love me and forgive me if they needed to forgive me for something, uh, that I couldn't handle getting a broken heart again, and that I couldn't trust God. You can see how all of these lies, when they're lumped together, that I didn't have any solid relational ground to stand on. So all I had was fear. But I was doing the best I could without any real help of overcoming the deep wounds that I had because, like I said, I just thought that they would eventually go away. And I honestly didn't see how they were affecting my dating life. I just knew I'd gotten really hurt back there and I thought, well, eventually someone's gonna come along and all of this is just gonna disappear. But these things I believed were affecting my relationship life. This unresolved hurt from my past was affecting me. And about nine years after my breakup with my high school boyfriend, I, I met a guy. I wanted to be open. I started thinking I need to be more open. And I've really been closed down. And I met a man in a local bookstore who instantly said that he was interested in me. So I didn't really know if I was interested in him, but he seemed nice enough. But see, I was still in this pattern of not really speaking up, of sort of letting things just flow along and not really having boundaries. But he seemed nice enough. So I did what I always teach women not to do. I quickly jumped into a committed relationship with him with the thought that we'll just wait and see and maybe it'll work out even though I didn't know much about him and I didn't know his character. Now the thing was, I ended up dating him for three years. It was a dead-end cul-de-sac relationship that was just going around in circles. It was not going anywhere and it was never going to go anywhere. Not only because we were a poor fit, but because he was verbally abusive. And because I did not trust myself to make a good choice, I didn't have the nerve to tell him goodbye. I still doubted myself, and I was terrified of getting hurt like I had gotten hurt in the past. My past breakup was still affecting my behavior, even though, and this is so key, this is something I want you to hear, even though I seriously couldn't see it at the time. I just knew I'd gotten hurt in the past, but I didn't know how it was affecting me. This is why it's so, so important to get help for our hurts when they happen. Because these things, lots of times, they just don't go away. So what did I do in this relationship with this guy that was verbally abusive? So every time a red flag went off inside of me, I ignored it because I didn't trust myself. So fear had taken me captive when I broke up with my high school boyfriend and the fear of making a bad decision was keeping me from moving on from a man who was someone I should have never dated. Finally, one day, 
he and I, we'd gone out somewhere. I don't even remember where it was. We went shopping one day and we pulled up in front of his house in his truck. And he started screaming at me at the top of his lungs. And he said, Shanna, I'm leaving. And when I come back, I do not want you to be here. And he was screaming at me. And I'm a sensitive sort and even more sensitive back then. So I started crying and he was telling me I was trying to manipulate him and all this kind of stuff. So finally, what happened was after three years of dealing with this, something stood up on the inside of me. I got out of his truck and I thought, that's the last time this is going to happen. I'm not going to let this happen again. I went home and I've never seen him again. I forgave him. I have no like bad feelings against him at all. But why did I stay stuck in that situation? Again, it's because I had not cleared up the junk from my past. I had not handled or overcome the messages and the lies that I absorbed from that breakup. I thought that whatever hurt I had would just suddenly disappear when the right guy came along, but they didn't. Here are a few other lessons that I learned that I hope will encourage you that even if you're in a place where you're like, I'm totally fine, I feel okay, but you've had something that's pretty significant in your past that hurt you, I encourage you to take a look at it because lots of times we do not know how the past is affecting us. And I see this all the time with the women that I coach. I think I've only talked to one woman in all the years I've been coaching that I could go, you know what, I'm not sure why you're still single. And that woman is married now. I think she got married about two years after we initially talked. Everybody else, and this, I would have been one of these people too. I go, there's something that's holding you back. And lots of times it's internal stuff that's keeping us stuck. By the time we get to be 30, 40, 50, 60, we've got wounds, right? And if we want to find a trustworthy marriage minded man, we want to have a great relationship. We want to do some things to overcome those internal obstacles that are keeping us stuck. So again, here are a few lessons that I learned. The first one is, is that the messages we take from heartbreak often just don't go away. Like I mentioned, we need to be proactive in overcoming them. Like I said, I thought I couldn't trust myself to make a good choice. I didn't trust men. I didn't think I could handle getting hurt again. So I had zero solid ground to stand on. That just didn't disappear. We've got this idea, like I mentioned, that If the right guy comes along, that immediately all of our emotional challenges, all of our baggage, all of our issues, all of our stuff is just going to disappear. Okay, this can be the case in some situations depending upon what happened in the breakup, but lots of times this isn't the case and we've got hurt that needs to be dealt with. The next thing is, is that the messages that we take away from heartbreak can lead us to make unhealthy vows that keep us stuck. So let me explain this. I want to do a podcast on this to explain more about it, but I'll sort of just give you the abbreviated version of what this looks like. So for me, I thought that I couldn't handle getting hurt again. I thought there's just no way I can go through anything like that again. So one of the promises I made to myself, a vow, was that I wasn't going to get serious with anyone. I wasn't going to open up my heart unless I absolutely knew that this person was right for me. And so my heart was shut down. So unhealthy vows are promises that we make to ourselves to protect ourselves from getting hurt. 
It's all about self-protection. The problem is, is that hearts that are overly self-protective cannot love. You cannot be overly self-protective and open up your heart too. So I had all of these lies I believed, which led to me making unhealthy vows that kept me trapped. The next thing that I learned is that a person can have a lot of good men come along or a lot of good men come across her path. But if she hasn't cleared up the past, then she can miss all these good men because her heart shut down or she'll be gun shy or she'll choose men who won't be good for her or good to her like I did. Maybe because you feel guilty from what happened in the past. Maybe because you feel less than. Maybe because if you choose good men, that means that you are emotionally vulnerable. I mean, there's all kinds of tangled lies and tangled and faulty thinking that can contribute to us choosing men who won't be good to us or for us and avoiding the men who could be good for us. So if you've got an anxious attachment style, this is another thing I've learned, you tend to blame yourself for everything and you can stay trapped in guilt that does not belong to you. So over the years, what I've realized in this relationship is definitely I set that ball in motion when I broke up with my boyfriend. I set that ball in motion when I did not talk to him about how I was feeling. I did some things that really, really wounded him. Those things were my fault. But there were some things that he said to me that those things weren't my fault. And what I've realized over the years is that I don't need to or I didn't need to absorb all of those labels because what happened is that I was going around for years feeling like I was a very, very bad person. In fact, I remember standing in front of a mirror one time in my late 20s and looking at myself in the mirror and thinking, I hate you. I mean, I was so plagued with so much guilt, but I didn't know I should have gotten help for this stuff. It didn't just disappear, and it did affect my relationships, not only with the guy that I mentioned that was verbally abusive, but in other relationships as well. So what does all of this mean for you? So like I said, it means that you want to be purposeful and take ownership of your past. Even if you, sorry, I'm saying it again, but even if you think your past is not affecting you, even if you think, oh, it's just going to disappear. But if you feel like you haven't completely moved on, definitely, definitely get some help, get some coaching or some counseling if you need some deep therapy to help you overcome the past so that you can be internally ready for your trustworthy marriage-minded man. I hope this has been an encouragement to you. Oh boy, I can finally say on this side of the wedding altar, oh my gosh, there's been so much healing in my heart, but I want there to be healing for you too. So be purposeful. If you haven't done something to reach out to someone to get some help, do it today. Don't waste another minute. Be purposeful about overcoming the hurts from your past. All right. In closing, remember that the dream that you have to love and be loved is possible. And remember to keep it sunny. I'll see you next time. Keep it sunny, baby.